from the uh, studios of Merkaz Yisrael in Marine Park. Welcome to Sunday Night Novi. Uh, the Novi Share, as always, is brought to you in conjunction with the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. Tonight's Share, uh, prophetic vision in the 21st century, the story, the message of Nevi'im Rishonim, the story of the Book of Shoftim. The series will focus on how Shmuel Hanovi, the author of the Book of Shoftim, sent us many messages for our time. Uh, the series will be dedicated, is dedicated in all the shirim, Lezecha Nishmas HaRavi Rachmiel, Ben Aaron Nair, Neshama should have an Aliyah. I just want to remind everybody that um, all the shirim are up on the podcast, as well as the as the nightly halacha, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday nights. Uh, anyone, uh, everyone here is in the shirim, so most of us, you know how to get on if you want to come on live. Uh, also, a programming note, uh, this week, uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night, we will, the halacha shir will be recorded. I have uh, uh, in Turo College this week, uh, Tuesday night is Thursday night. So, I have, so we'll be giving a midterm at the time. So we'll, I will record Tuesday night's, um, Tuesday night's halacha and it will not be live. So please uh, make, make note of that programming note uh, along this network. Okay. We're in the, mess, the middle of a messy story. What's amazing, what's frightening about Sefer Shoftim is they get, they get scarier as you go by. Like, you, you would think that, they, that, that the pedal would be, would be lit up a little. They would learn their lesson, but they, they were not. Um, I wanted to just share a little bit um, with you um, a couple of comments from the Rambam in Hilchus Melachim. Uh, so remember, we discussed last week that... Uh, that Avimelech tried to make himself the king. That was the, the goal. And, and, and he went on it through a reign of terror. He assassinated his whole family. Um, and one of his brothers, Yota, uh, Yosam, uh, survived. And he, he, before he went into hiding, he gave a whole Musashmus. Um, he described, uh, he used, remember we had the marshal of the, of the different trees, the, the, the olives, the, the grapes, the figs, and each of them, wanted to be king, and each of them described how, how, how they can't give up their special role that they play uh, in, in our daily existence. And until he came to the thorns, which represented the idea that uh, the Pachusa, that, that Avimelech was the less of all of those that were worthy. Now, I just wanted to just share a little bit with you the Rambam. Um, and, and I think it's, it's important. He says, he says, says that a Novi, um, which establishes a king, he says that the role of the king, uh, the Rambam here is actually talking about not a king from, from Malchus based of it, but a king in general, like Shaul or Melech, theoretically, like Abimelech could have been. He says his role was to go in the ways of the Torah, which clearly uh, that did not happen, um, and, and, and the mitzvahs, and fight Hashem's battles, meaning protect the Jewish people. Areza Melech, the Chol Mitzvah, Sal Malchus, Tal Hegespo. Afafisha, Ikar Malchus, the Dovid, Even though even though that um, that the main kingdom goes to the descendants of Dovinamel. 
But 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 I think to me more than that technical detail here is is the message message of the Rambam that that although kings uh, t- tend to sometimes uh, let power go to their heads, but that, but that's not permitted. That's not the way of Malchai Yisrael. The, the way of Malchai Yisrael is b'derech uh, Torah and 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 to be the protector of the Jewish people, and that and that and Rambam's lashon, the beautiful lashon. That's the sign of a melech. A king that follows the Torah and a king that fights the, the wars, that's the true sign of, of a melech. And that's a king that, that is worthy of all the, the kibudim and all the respect that the halacha demands that we, we have to give of a, of a king. Uh, this was a failure in, in Avi Melech. That even, even if he, even though whether or not he was worthy to be king is not necessarily the point as more to how he behaved as king. And I, and I think, and I think that's, that's sometimes um, um, important. Sometimes people get into leadership roles and they are not heralded. Uh, they're, they're, they're actually expected to do nothing or to be failures. But how they go about their business and how they project themselves and what they can potentially accomplish is unbelievable. You know, some, some, sometimes um, there's actually greater potential that way because there's no expectations on you. When there's no expectations on you and then you put out a lot, you know, then you become, that, that's really the sign of, great, uh, of greatness. When people are not expecting you to do anything and then you do this unbelievable thing. And I think, I think that's, that's uh, that's an important message here as well. And, the, and that Lushan of the Raman, that's a king. That's the story of a king. I wanted, I wanted to point that out um, in this failure uh, to have this. Um, the other thing that we pointed out last week is that, that up until now, the trouble of the Jewish people came from the outside. This story came, comes from the inside. You had, you had a person who was, who was, who was as they say, from, from not one of us, and caused all this problem. So I just wanted to start from Pasuk Chotez, Eretz Pasuk Chotez, and I wanted to just share insights along the way, and I want to finish this story, and then we're going to go on next week to um, other people. I think we're going on another program, you know, I think we'll take a break on Hanukkah, I think Sunday night of Hanukkah, we won't have a shear. Um, we'll go this week, next week, and, and whatever Hanukkah is, up to Hanukkah, we'll skip Sunday night of Hanukkah, and then we'll come back, uh, uh, the week after, so uh, I'll send you a reminder about that. Okay. Vayashar Avi Melech Yisrael Shalom So we pointed out last week the word Vayashar that he he Vayasar I should say Vayasar Avi Melech Yisrael Shalom He was a sar over them, an officer, someone who was uh, so to speak uh, mean. Who Indian Surah the Radak says, it's a sign of, uh, or as the, or as the as Rashi points out, Al Karcham, against their will, Nog Rabbanus that he acted in a in a hubris way, in a in a in a very in a very negative way, and that was really the beginning. because he made, he declared himself the king. I'm reading the Radak, and he was a king over all of the Jewish people. 
He lohalach v'derech tova v'lo exeres yisrael l'motav. So, so the Radak points out that he he failed in every way. He did not properly rule, and he did not lead the Jewish people, um, and he didn't judge over them, and he didn't lead them back to the to derech hayasha to the right way to to, to becoming good people. So, so re- really right away. So one one of the things is, um, and this is important when you learn Sefer Malachim, is not the, the Navi is brutally honest about leaders. Uh, the Navi will tell you if they're great, it says they're great, and if it says they're not, the Navi does not does not pull any punches. Yirmiyahu Navi, who wrote Sefer Malachim, he's very very clear about who was and 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 and, and who wasn't. Uh, anyway, so so that so that's how it's laid out here that he's already in trouble. What happens? So Hashem intercedes. Hashem, uh, because they, because they, we, we had mentioned last week, they had turned away. After Gidon died, they turned back to idol worship. Uh, and, uh, they're not doing the right thing. So Kodesh Prabhu sent, uh, sent this guy to cause trouble. So so there were problems already between him and Shechem. Remember, he was in the city of Shechem. Uh, Rashi says on Chumash, it's coming up in a couple of weeks in Parshas Vayeshev, that Shechem is Mako Muchan Leporanus. Shechem is a is, is, Shechem is not the the best place in our in our history. Uh, that was the place you'll say was sold. Um, well, it wasn't sold in Shechem, but sold in Dotan. But okay, uh, but it started in Shechem. Uh, Shechem, um, we see here, Shechem it turns out not to be a, a great place. Um, what? Shimon Levi with the story of Shechem. Shechem is not a great place in, in our history. So, so the fact that he rules in Shechem is, is an indication in itself uh, of bad things. So it says they rebelled. Now listen to the Lasha. Lavo Hamas, right? Hamas. Hamas means corruption. Uh, violence, corruption. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting. The the pasuk doesn't just say that they hit, that he killed the seventy. It says it was a it was a corruption. It was a violence. It was it was a koloma. He says so. The pasuk is describing that the reason why that the Hashem had a reason to cause the people to rebel. Um, so to speak, Hakadosh Baruch is coming to avenge the blood of the of the descendants of of Gidon that were killed by Avimelech and by Shem. You know, that's something that we daven for every Shabbos. We say Avarachamim. So, what what is Avarachamim? Avarachamim is a tefillah that we ask Hashem to avenge the blood. Of those that were killed during the Crusades, or the Jewish people that were killed by the by the Christians during the Crusades. So Avarachman was a tefillah where I said, where we say we ask Hashem, Hashem yinkom damam, that Hashem should uh, avenge avenge their their blood. Uh, we do not uh, consider Jewish blood cheap. Uh, it is not, and and Akharish Baruch Hu takes care when it needs to be. Um, Rabbi Salvechik uh, points out. That um, Rabbi Salvezik has a famous piece called "Kodo Dido Fake." The voice of my beloved is knocking, and he talks about how the how the founding of the state of Israel represented six knocks. And one 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 of them he talks about is how 
how we, we demonstrated to the world that we, that we defend ourselves. That when, Jew, when Jewish blood is in jeopardy, we have an army, now we're going to defend it, and we're not, we're not going to stand up. Um, well, he talks about Antebi and, and you know, different, different things that happen. Of course, of course, you know, uh, in the movie Operation Thunderbolt, the, the, the great speech, uh, Yoram Gaon is the actor, he plays uh, Yoni Netanyahu, and, and as they're about to get on the plane, so he says to them, he says, says these people uh, that we're going to rescue, these are our people, these are our brothers and sisters. If we don't rescue them, nobody is going to. And, and then they get on the plane and, the, you know, and then they play the great music in that movie. Um, anyway, um, but, but there's a lot of truth to that. And Rabbi Soloveitchik talks about that in the context of Zionism and the founding of the State of Israel. He says is that with the founding of the State of Israel, we have that ability to, um, um, to, to defend ourselves. And that was one of the six knocks that Kodesh Baruch is showing us that we're able to defend ourselves. We ask Hashem to avenge the death. So here, see here, the Radak points out that this corruption that they killed, Hashem was, was taking revenge for that. Their blood is on the hands of Avimelech and on Balishkem. So what happened was, the people who fell, they created um, ambushes so that Abimelech can't come back into the city. Of the Osama and they were these were these were the lowest of people. So they were they were they were thieves. They were bandits. Uh, and uh, so Radak points out it wasn't stam that they were bandits. The idea of them being bandits represented that they're no longer under the rule of Avimelech, that they basically, they can do what they can do whatever, whatever they want. That, that, that they, can be, they can basically do uh, whatever they want. And, that, and, that's, and, that, and, that's, and that's what this was. So now he lays it out that they, that they were responsible for the death of Gidon's children. So, so the word came to Avimelech that, that, um, these, that these people were lying in wait and, and, um, uh, and he was prepared. So so of course he heard about it, so he had to know that he couldn't come to Shem in a in the normal in the normal way. Now, so comes this guy. Now it's unclear if this was a Jewish person or a non-Jewish person. Sometimes in the Navi, it's not clear to us. But he leads the rebellion against um Gaal Ben Ebed Ben Ebed. His name was Gaal, the son of Eved, um, and his Echav uh, could mean his brothers, or it could mean, or it could mean his uh, henchmen, uh, his people, uh, however it means. And what do they do? By It says, and they pass, and they pass into Shem. By Now, um, the people of Shem 
what they do is they align themselves with this guy, Gal, Gal Ben Evid. Um, the Masudar David points out, they believe that this guy was going to help them fight against Abimel. So what really what we're describing here is all out civil war, a complete and total, a complete and total civil war. And, and that was because Kal Yisrael did not do the right thing. So it's interesting. It says that they went out into the fields. Um, uh, why are they going out now? Because now that this guy came to defend them, they weren't afraid to go out in the field. Right? Before this guy, Gaal ben Aver came to them. They were afraid of Avimelech. And they were closed into the city. The irony of the story is, is, is Gidon fought against this very idea. Gidon, um, when the Midianites came and he didn't and he didn't let them, uh, the, the Gidon, uh, they didn't let them harvest their fruits. Uh, and we, we you know, remember the Novi, the Novi, when we were introduced to, to Gidon, he was threshing. He was uh, threshing wheat in a wine press because he was hiding from the midnight. The very thing that that his father what, what fought against, he created. It shows you shows you how the the, the corruption came full circle, came full circle, and 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 that was really a, a problem. Now, interesting, the term hilulim, halal. Meaning, meaning now, meaning now that this guy had come to to help them, they were they were happy, they were excited, there was they were they they were like praised the Lord, uh, although the wrong Lord in, in this case. Um, it says they worshipped. They went back to their idols. Now, what happened was so now we, now he went on. This guy Gaal goes on a um, uh, campaign to to. Um, you know, against Avimelech. Vayomer Gaal ben Evid. So what did he say? Mi Avimelech, umi Shechem. He says, who is this guy, Avimelech? And who is Shechem? He writes the Mesudat David. Ratzaloma, halo me'aroi she'hanichbad yimshol al ha'bechusim ve'anivzim. He says, you want to know how things are supposed to be? The greater person is supposed to rule over the people that aren't as great. Right, the uh, the top is supposed to rule over over the bottom. Right, not the first time in our history we've heard that expression. And uh, now the 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 opposite is true. Gaal says, "Who is this guy Avimelech? He's the he's the lowest of the lowest." Right, Omishchem. And what does it mean, Mishchem? Rotzaloma. Hello, Bali Shchem. Hema Nechab Deyaris. He says. Shem is going with Avimelech. Avimelech is the lowest, and the people of the Shem are the most clustered people in, in the land. So, uh, uh, you know, what do we need this guy? He says, To me, Avimelech, me, Kinab Denu, Ashenavod Avimelech, the Kalal Atzmo Imahem, Alki, Yeshev, Shem, Vehema Yechashev. Why? He included himself, he says, because he was part of Shem. Hello, Ben Yerubal, Uzavul Pikido. He says he is uh, 
He said, who is this guy? He's not the guy that saved you. Who's the guy that saved you? His father. So what do we owe him? We owe him nothing. His father. He's saying, Nalev, Gidon was alive and Gidon was here. All right, so then maybe we owe him something. This guy? Who, 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 who is this guy? Nothing. Nothing. And this and and his his goes back to the Chumash, that, that whatever, 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 whoever should be the ruler, it shouldn't be him. <laughs> like, like, if you want to say, if you want to say the original Shkham people should rule us, maybe. But definitely not this guy. Right. So anyway, see, see, you have the, you have a full, you have a full grown civil war. Umi and Pasuk Umi Tain he said, and it says, if only someone would give this people into my hand, the Asira as Avimelech, and I will imprison Avimelech or depose Avimelech. Um, um, so what, what, what does it mean? They'll depose Velo Asira Otel. They already deposed him. Ela Asira Otel the Olam So the the Radak points out that what he was saying. The, uh, this guy, whose name is Gaal, was saying that I want to get rid of him to the point that there's no potential of ever bringing him back. Like you got to uh, Vashti story, not the story that they tell the kids that, 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 that they sent Vashti away. Vashti could not be brought back because had she been able to be brought back, he would have brought her back, right? So no, no, she said, get get rid of him. We're gonna get rid of him. And then he sent a messenger through through his uh, through his guy named named uh, Zavul that bring your army, bring it on, bring it on. We're re- we're ready we're ready to attack you. So we're going to see that wasn't necessarily the smartest thing. Um, so Vayama the Radak points out, Keneged Avimel, the Avapish ain't Osham. And even though even though he was even though he wasn't there. Um, bring it on to us, whatever armor you could put together. Uh, he laid out the gauntlet, like he, like he laid out the challenge. Uh, he said, We are ready to take you on, we're ready to take you down. Bring, bring you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you, you have uh, against me, um, uh, uh, that's what it is. So you know, it's a, it's a difficult story. It's a difficult story because people are going to die, obviously, and, and that's and that's that's not what that's not what we want. Uh, you know, there were there were other times uh, we spoke about the story in, at the end of Sefer Yeshua, where where the people thought that Reuven and, and God were, were going off the derech because they built the mizbeach, and there was a potential civil war brewing, and and the Jewish people, because they had leadership, they had a man named Pinchas who went and spoke to them. 
and they had a meeting of the leaders and they discussed what was going on and their leaders described to them that the Mizbeah was a Zikaron, was a was an Amri, and there was no war and it was worked out. Here here that was not that was not they were beyond the point of uh, of talking. All, all all talking had broke down. So the Zavul was the henchman of Avi Mela. He heard and, and he became and he became very angry. So he sent messengers to Avimel in a place called Tarma. Arsqual says it means uh, stealthily, but I, but I think the Mephoshim say Tarma was the name of a place. Um, right? They are, they're fortified the city against you. They're coming to uh, talk. Doc says, I mean, it means, Tarma uh, means uh, in, in uh, and deceit. So, so he sent he sends the word to them that Kamoshi Yikra Matzor Kishtarim Ayim Bechutz Lo Yikra Matam Vasei Simenu Kain Yikra Matzor Kishtarim Ayim Bechutz Lo Yikra Radak points out that it says that they besieged the city. Um, it mean it can mean it in two ways. You could siege the city from the outside and not let anybody in, or you could siege the city from the inside and not let anybody out. Like. Like the story of the Binyonim during the second base of Migdash, uh, when Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai miraculously got out of the city to uh, to save the Jewish world. Uh, so, so here he, he told them that that they had taken over the city from the uh, from the inside. So let's see what happens. The the Ata Kum Laila Ata V'Chol Am Asherita Ve'Rol Basadeh. So um, Avimelech's man Zavul told told him. That they should they should get up they should get up rise up during the night and they should set up an ambush in the field. Okay, now a strange story happens here. What you see it's very strange. It says that it says that um, so what so so what happens? So vayava boker kizroa hashemes tashkim ufashata alayir. He says basically he's telling him. Prepare the army at night, and when, the, and when the sun rises in the morning, strike it down. That's right. Um, and what will happen is that you set an ambush, and when the sun shines, you will rise early and spread out by the city, and the people uh, will come out towards you, and then you could do, you know, whatever, whatever is good in your hands. Uh, no, no, they had a whole, had a whole plan uh, set up, ready, ready, ready to go. So, uh, right. So, so the Masudat David says when he says you can do whatever you need to do, either means kill them or or, or capture them, right? Whatever you can, whatever you think you could do, whatever you think makes sense for for you, uh, you you should do. So what happens? So Vayakam Avimelov Cholama Shemol Laila Vayeravu Al Shem. So they created an ambush around Shem. Arbo Al Rashem, and he divided into four. Vayitzei Gaal Ben Eved Vayamal Pesach Sharayir. So Gaal Ben Eved got up or went out, and he stood by the gate. Vayakam Avimelov Cholama Sherito Min Amarav, and then they woke up, rose up from the ambush. So Gaal saw, saw the people. 
So, so he, he saw the people and said to Zavul, people are descending from the mountaintop. It's strange because Zavul was with uh, Avimelech. So well. So he tells him something deceitful. He says to him, nah, nobody's coming. It's the, the shade, is, is, is the, the wind and the trees are moving and it, looks like, and it looks like people are coming. Again, another irony here is it's the opposite of Gidon. Gidon created an illusion that there was tens of thousands of, uh, of people only had 300 men. Here, the opposite, where where there was a, a, a large army, and 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 they said no, they uh, it's nobody. Uh, so it's, it, again, it's another interesting irony. You know, it, it comes it comes full circle. Um, the Radak points out, Sachako, he made fun of it. Derek and he said it in a, in a in a you know in a sarcastic manner. The shade of the mountain appears to you like like people. Uh, people are coming from the you know from the navel of the land. Uh, and and another uh, people are coming from the plains of Moninim. So again, Kemoshi Tabor Baadam who the dog points out they're coming from the high ground. They're coming, uh, we, we see people coming, or people are coming to attack. It's amazing. Amazing. Uh, you, know, you, know where else, you know where else we have the story of denial? That's the story of Gedaliah ben Afiko. So when, when, uh, when, when Gedaliah when was assassinated, so he was warned. Uh, people came to him and says that we heard that, that the people are coming to assassinate you. And it says, and it says that Gedalia refused to accept the truth. He didn't want to accept Lashonara that people were coming to assassinate him. Not only that, and he invited them in and, he, uh, and then, then they killed them. There's a lesson in that too. But sometimes you have to, right, don't, well, don't invite your enemies, but, but not only that, but, but you have to be, you have to be, you have to be aware. And, and when people are coming to you and are reporting to you things that even if they don't, even if they don't jive with your narrative, like sometimes, sometimes we get very stuck in our narratives and, and we can't see that there's another side to the story. So what happened with Gadali was that he, he just couldn't, he couldn't fathom the fact that people, someone was on him. Um, because, I, I mean, on a certain level, he was right. Because what he, what he was get the opportunity he was given that to me to me some gadalia is a, such a fast day represents such a tragedy because because so many times in jewish history we were given opportunities to rebuild so many times we took the bait and uh, we rebuilt uh, you know you know um, the moors in the in the ninth century um went to spain and when they when they went to spain they invited jews to come with them that's how they started building the, the Jewish community in Spain. And they came with the Moors. Uh, uh, and in fact, there was at one point where there was a, a Jewish uh, prime minister uh, uh, of Spain. Now that was part of that whole uh, golden, age, golden age of Spain. So there were many times in history that we did take the bait. Uh, any countries that, you know, that invited, when, when Oliver Cromwell invited the Jews back into England after, 
a couple of centuries of absence. So we came back in and we built, uh, you know, we built Jewish communities. Um, so, so that, so certainly there were times where we did take that. But, uh, but, and the story of Gedalia was an unbelievable story of rebuilding. The, the Luchanetzer destroyed Yerushalayim, destroyed the base of Mikdash. And he said, here, go build, rebuild your community. That, that's what he did. That's basically what he did. And, and the tragedy of it is just enormous. And, and there was no Jewish autonomy till Hanukkah coming up uh, next week, uh, two weeks, whenever Hanukkah. Uh, and, that, and that's a sad story. So you, so you have that here the, on the opposite also, that the, the lack of, of appreciation of the seriousness of the situation. And he said, nah, it's the, you know, he believed them when he said, nah, it's the, uh, the you know, it's the, the, the shadows. It's, so so Zavul said to him, uh, you, you with your big mouth, and you said, "Who's this Avi Melov that we should serve him?" He says, "This is the this is the people who you despise. Uh, you know what? Go out now and and uh, fight him. Right? No, no, now, now put your money where your, where your mouth is, and that's a, that's a, that's also an important lesson to to not say things that you're not gonna that you're not gonna stand behind or that you can't stand behind." Sometimes you want to stand behind it, but but it's very careful. We have to be very careful what we say. So what happened here? And and, and this is really our story here. So now they went and they had all out they had all out war and they fought against Avimela. Um it says that Avimelech uh, chased chased after him, and and um, and he fled. And then it says, He said, and many people died up between the battlefield and the and the gate. Right at Pesach. From the battlefield to the gates of Shem was a bloodbath. There was uh, many, 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 many soldiers uh, fell. And that's, uh, that's really, really, really a problem. And really the sad part of the story. A lot of people died because of this civil war. Uh, now, so what happened was, um, so the question, so the Radag asked the question, it says that they came to the city and they chased out Ka'al ben Evet uh, away from the city. The Radak asked the question, how did that happen if the people of Shechem were behind him? So how, how, were, they, how were they able to, to just, Win so easily. Look at the Radak. It says, How did it happen? Like, what? How did this go wrong? Yeah, the people were behind him, and yet, and yet so it seems that that Abimelech came in and easily defeated him. Um, 
it seems that some of the people in the city were wishy-washy. Some of them were still really secret supporters of Avimelech because he was their brother. And the Radak says that when they saw that Avimelech was successful, so what did they do? So they joined the army of Avimelech and they chased out all the people that were against him. You know who's famous for that in our in our literature? You know, Purim, who do we sing about? Who was Carvona? Carvona was the one who suggested that they hang Mordechai. And that, so that, so that what happened, so that what, so that what happened is a great story, right? Then, then uh, Esther, you know, un- uncovers the plot, and, and Achashverosh says to, oh, you know, then he falls on the bed, and Achashverosh says, we're going to get, so who, who steps for? Carvona. Carvona says, wait a second. Yeah, uh, you know, that Haman made this gallow 50 almost high uh, to hang Mordechai and Yabar Abelov to Luwala. And we sing, uh, we sing in, in, on, on Purim, the Gam Chavona Zachalotov. Right? He, he, he conveniently switched sides at the right, at, at, at the right time. So that's, that's, that, that's the uh, Radali explains how he was able to, to o- over, overtake the city. Um, there are times in Tanakh that that's not, not that happens for a good reason. Um, when when um, you know there was an evo- you know Achav and Izevel were you know really the worst of people. Although there were, I mean there were a lot of good things to say about Achav too. Not for now. Um, there was a, some of the, the say there was no Russian horror during his period. It was what, but whatever. Anyway, his wife was the, the word as, as the expression Jezebel, right? Izevel. She was bad. Anyway, so there was an avua after they after they they falsely accused a man uh, of of cursing Hashem because they wanted to take his field. Nagos, it's a it's a toisus. There's a whole discussion. There's toisus in the beginning of the second parak of Sanhedrin. Uh, what what the issue was? How, how come he couldn't just take it as the king and and all the different and all the different things? Um, anyway, so what happened was that when he was after they killed him and they really they set up false witnesses and. They accused him uh, of a capital crime of cursing Hashem in public, and, and it, was, it was a bad story. So then, so Eliyahu, I think it was Eliyahu, Eliyahu came and said that the, the, the Nebuah, that the family of Izevel was going to be wiped, wiped out. So what happened was that, that uh, it's a famous story, that so they, they appointed a new king after Ahab, not from his, not his son. And, and he was supposed to overtake the palace and destroy the family of Izevo. So the people in the palace saw what was happening and they pushed her out the window, right? And to, to her death. And uh, the story was that the dogs, because that was part of the, the dogs were gonna come and, and devour them. And, but not her hands and not her feet. It's a famous Kamara that because when she used to see a Hassan and a Kala at a wedding, she would clap her hands and stamp her feet so her hands and feet were spared from the from the destruction. But anyway, but that's a, but that's a point in history where the inner people saw again saw that that that, that their only option is to join the uh, the new regime, and if not, they're going to have their own problems. So that's when they that's when they did. So we'll finish this part. Um, the next day. The next day, the people went out to the field, and they, and they, and 
and they told this to Avimelech. So he took his people and divided them into three. That's like Gidon. You know. And they lie uh, ambushed in the field. So when the people came out of the city, the ambush killed them. So it was a it was a total bloodbath. Uh, the people of Shechem were, were wiped out. He, not only did he tear down the city, the city he uh, he put out salt. Right, uh, that was yesterday's doc, right? Salt on the uh, killed the land, right? Right, he was right. He wanted to, the salt was to destroy the planting and the uh, and everything. Um, yeah, Mr. David says that he he put out the salt to. Uh, now, 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 if you could conceive this, I, I, I just want everyone to take a step back. Uh, um, let's see if I'm running out of time. Uh, I just want everyone to take a step back here and thinking, there's no enemy here. These are, these are, this is, this is, a, this is a, a, an out-and-out civil war. These are Jews against Jews. I, I mean, can, can we get any worse than this? And it's really, um, and it's very sad. But anyway, let's finish the paracus because uh, um, this story is going to make me sick. So we got to go on to a new story. So they gathered, these people, they gathered in a tower uh, in protection. Right, he chopped it down. He said, just like I chopped the tree, and I'm, I, I think it was like a barricade to, to, the, to the fortress. You do the same thing. Each cut down a branch. And they placed it by the citadel. And then they burnt down the, uh, the fortress. You know, you, you, you know when this story happened? That's I mentioned. We mentioned the, the Crusades. That's what happened in the Crusades. That they, they, they Jews were in shuls, or they gathered Jews and uh, the Nazis. Uh, uh, the Nazis did that too, of course. Uh, Kristallnacht was just uh, recently. Um, that they gathered people in, in, in the shuls and they burnt the shuls down, and and, and people died. Uh, that's what happened during the Crusades. That's what happened during the Holocaust. Kristallnacht. Um, here it is, right here in the Novi. And this, but this time, uh, you know, it's it's. I don't. I don't want to say that uh, four thousand years later is a, is a punishment, but but uh, um, a lot of times in our history we don't we don't act properly, and and the first Baruch comes up with ways of punishing us. went to captured that. Again, the same thing happened uh, in this place, and, and Abimelech was going to again go on the roof and he was going to try to burn down the city. Ah, thank God we come to his end.
Batashlech Isha Achas Pelach Rechav Arosh Avimelech. Right, right. Remember Sisera, right? The great mighty Sisera, who killed him? Yael. He didn't die in battle. He didn't die in a fierce uh, back and forth. Yael killed him in the tent. So here, some woman from the fortress threw down a, a rock or, or something heavy uh, on him. But uh, as Google and and he suffered uh, his his hit him in the head, and his head his skull was cracked. Like listen 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 to this listen to this this is this is the, really. So he called his armbearer. He said, "Draw your sword and kill me." Why? Because when they write the history book about me, I don't want them to say that I was killed by a woman. Right. By the way, um, in, a, in a different vein, uh, when Shaul Melech was uh, dying, so he also asked his arm barrier to kill, to kill him. Uh, so there's a whole discussion, the Shulchan Aruch in, uh, in Hilchus Avelis, in discussion about people commit suicide because he did fall on his on his sword, um, you know, in this discussion that we bury people in Jerusalem, a whole discussion, whatever. Anyway, so so the, so I think the Shach brings down that what, or the, that, that what, what Shaul did was was L'chavod Yisrael. Like, like he, 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 he said that, that if they capture me, they're going to make a, a mockery of not just me, but as the king, but all the Jewish people. And he did not want to let himself get captured, and he and he died. So that was the opposite of this. Here, here, this guy. The only thing he cares about is his gaiva. It's about his, his his ego. When he said, "Oh, like I say, a woman killed me," and he came to Shalom Melech to the last second, he cared about the the covenant of Yisrael. And David Melech was outraged by the, the behavior of his arm bearer. When the arm bearer comes and says that he killed Shaul, David Melech was outraged by that, and. and and you know he killed him. Um, that's a whole other discussion. How was he able to do that? A lot of discussion there. Okay. Anyway, but uh, that's that's the opposite story of this. Anyway, by Yeru Ish Yisrael Kimeis Avimelech by Yochu Ish LeMekomo. So when they saw that Avimelech was was gone, um, so everybody everybody goes home. Okay. By Yashev Elokim Eis Raas Avimel Asher Asal Laavir LaRoga Shevim Echam. So Avi Melech, so the Perak ends that Kaddish Baruch repaid the evil, the evil Avi Melech had done to his father by murdering his 70 brothers. So now he himself was murdered and he himself was destroyed. Um, end of the story is that a terrible thing happened uh, because once again, Jewish people did not behave. Uh, what, what should have happened originally is they should never have been allowed to ever get any power. Um, he should have been seen for what he was, uh, and and someone should have should have stood up as the leader, and the people should have rallied behind a worthy leader. But because they turned away immediately from serving Hashem, they didn't have the ability to to have that foresight to know who should be in charge of them. And instead, what it led to was a terrible outright civil war, um, and and the civil war, many people died in the civil war, and the story is just a really a tragic story. Uh, of, of our history. Okay, Mr. Shem, next week, uh, we'll, we'll turn to Parakud, we'll turn to other Nevi'im, well, I, th I think, we'll, think Giftach is, is in this Parak, uh, and others. 
and we'll get to, uh, well, Yiftah is really the, the Parag Yudalaf, but a uh, couple other uh, side stories here, and then we'll turn to Yiftah, and then eventually we're going to head to Shimshon, and that will be an absolute lot of fun to discuss him, because he was one of the more interesting characters in our, in our history. Okay, we'll stop here tonight. Thank you all for joining. Neshama Shehav and Aliyah, and uh, everyone should have a good week. Uh, again, uh, the, uh, everyone here is invited to join us tomorrow night for Daf Yomi. We begin Masechah Pesachim at 7.15. Um, there is a Zoom link for that as well, if you're interested. Um, also, nightly halacha tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Uh, we are in the middle of discussing the halachas of davening. We're up to the part uh, we discussed uh, the beginning of davening. Tomorrow night, we'll, just, we'll begin discussing Andy Zimra. Uh, take, take care, everyone. Um, also, there is, uh, uh, if, if you didn't get the Shnaim uh, Yomi, the opportunity to listen to a, a two-minute um, video on, on each aliyah of the Parsha each day of the week. Um, I will, I, I think the shul sent out the email about that. Oh, anyway, have a good night. Thank you all for joining me, and we will continue, Mr. Shem, next Sunday night. Thank you, Rabbi.